Using marijuana before the age of 25 could actually cause changes in our memory. That's because THC, the active chemical in weed, attaches to receptors in the hippocampus, the part of your brain that creates memories. Learn about marijuana at our website. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. My name is Linda and this is my erotic confession. I am usually a different type of woman when I am with my lover. I am in my mid-fifties and have been married to a loving husband for twenty-plus years. Suffice to say, we have made it through the good and bad times. We have had grown kids, and we still earn a living. As a housewife, I am meek and complacent. But when my lover arrives, I suddenly morph into a horny type of woman a horny, lust-hungry hotwife who desires the best sex possible. Whenever I'm with my lover, I demand one special thing from him to fuck me as I have never been fucked before. He knows this and doesn't require me to tell him twice. I am as attractive as any woman of my age can be. My hips are wide, my butt is thick and curvy, my tits are 36 triple D, my pussy loves taking in black dick, especially that of my lover, Raymond. Between fucking my pussy and fucking my mouth, Raymond sometimes jokes that he cannot choose which he prefers the most. He's looking forward to drilling my arsehole, too, as soon as I am sufficiently ready to grant him that privilege. Most would consider me a mature wife rather than a MILF. I doubt I fit the criteria, but who am I to judge? My husband, Albert, and I are empty nesters. Having plenty of spare time in my hands, it was either I took up a side hobby like pottery design aside from my regular job working at an insurance bank, or I spent plenty of evenings watching TV or some sports game with Al, trust me, it was a no-win situation. Things changed, however, when Raymond waltzed into my life. At the most precise moment of my life, he entered my orbit when I was starting to give up hope on ever doing anything spectacular with myself. I have asked him numerous times since our affair began if someone hadn't sent him my way. Possibly I was loose-lipped some time ago and shared my midlife crisis with one or two of my closest colleagues at the bank and they had gone out of their way to seek Raymond as the perfect antidote. Raymond professed such wasn't the case. He had strolled into the bank on a rainy afternoon to inquire about some insurance policy that he was interested in. He had come straight to my desk, and I had done my job of putting him through as easy as any other staffer would do. He had been polite, and afterwards, I issued him several forms to take home and look through before filling. He got up and we shook hands and said our goodbyes, and that had been it. Or so I thought. The rain shower grew merciless through the remainder of the day. It wasn't until closing time that I realized I didn't have an umbrella and my car was at the mechanic that week, so I had been taking a cab home while Albert drove me to work in the mornings before heading to his job. He won't be leaving his office for another hour while I stood under the eaves of my bank building, 
contemplating how I was going to brave the rain to get home. Then came Raymond to the rescue, wielding an umbrella. He worked in a clothing store a few blocks down the city plaza, which wasn't far from my insurance building. He had intended to wait out the rain in a nearby bar when he came to my rescue. I decided no harm to have a drink with him while we waited for the downpour to stem down. He was a charming fellow and quite a talker, too. We had several beers and I talked and laughed with him and almost forgot about the rain, which had already turned into a drizzle. I gave him a business card that bore my phone number, he promised giving me a call later. I returned home feeling happier than ever. Albert, however, didn't seem too impressed when I told him about my latest friend. He gave a taciturn response when I told him of our conversation and how I looked forward to talking to him again. You gonna have a beer with him tomorrow? I'll asked me. I wasn't thinking of it, I replied, but now that you've said it, yeah. Lucky for me, Raymond did give me a call hours later. We made plans to meet after work tomorrow and have another beer or two. I couldn't wait for the following day to arrive. The following day was a gorgeous summer day. No spot of rain or roaming dark clouds. Raymond was at the bar before I got there. We ordered drinks and got to laughing and chatting like we were old friends. When the hour grew late, Raymond offered giving me a ride home. I had two beers, which usually is my limit, it made me laxer with my actions. I didn't realize at that time how much I was touching Raymond. Even when I did, it was reluctant to stop. My body had uncoupled itself from my mind, and all actions I took seemed to point towards an attraction to Raymond. It wasn't until I got into his car that my body got bold when I rested my hand on his thigh. Raymond drew towards me and kissed me, I seemed to have been expecting that and didn't put up a fight. I was breathing heavy. My body wanted him and wasn't having nothing else. I ought to. I should be heading home, I told him. Yeah, you should, he said. I know a quiet place not far. We can be there a couple of minutes only. I knew what he meant without him drawing me a direction. I should have said no, except everything about me seemed to say yes. Sure, I said. Only for a few minutes. He started his car, and we drove to a secluded spot near a park. We unclipped our seatbelts then lunged at each other, kissing and caressing. Somehow we made our way into the back seat when we got to explore and know ourselves rather intimately. That first time lasted less than twenty minutes. We were so anxious and excited at the same time. I almost expected someone to stroll by and observe us, except that didn't happen. Raymond fell on top of me. I hiked my skirt up to my waist and laid on my back while he did his thing. I felt my heart trembling in my chest as he sucked on my tits. It was short, but it felt good. I was almost sad when it was over. Raymond squirted his cum on my thighs and later got a box of Kleenex out of his glove compartment, which he used to wipe me off. He later deposited me at my home, and we promised that it would be a more satisfying affair next time. I told Albert what I had done. 
He wasn't as dismissive as he was when he listened as I told him about my sex with Raymond. I took off my clothes and spread myself naked on the bed, and got him to smell my pussy, so he knew I wasn't lying. My husband was stunned beyond words. My God, Linda. You seriously went and fucked a stranger. Yes, Han, I did, I said with as much pride in my voice. His name is Raymond, and he's not stranger to me. I met with Raymond the following day, and this time we didn't bother about sitting for a beer. Raymond said he knew a place where we could truly be ourselves. My initial thought was that he meant the backseat of his car again, but he shook his head after I settled in his passenger seat before driving off. We made it to a motel where he had already booked us a room. I wasn't in a hurry to get home this time. We attacked each other the moment we entered the room. I took off my jacket, removed my bra, and let my massive 36 triple D pair of tits tumble out with joy. Raymond took his sweet time sucking them and making my nipples hard like stone. He bent me over on the bed and kissed my mountains of ass before eating my pussy and asshole. I found myself creaming and squirting on the sheets with ease. His cock tasted good in my mouth, and I was able to make him come surprisingly within minutes. He came prepared with a pack of condoms, and we used up every rubber and had to stop before we went beyond. It was dark by the time we cleaned up and left the motel. I was so tired when I arrived home. Albert led me into the bedroom and cleaned me up before tucking me into bed. Raymond took me to his apartment the next time and other successive times after. It wasn't long before we gave up on using condoms, and I got to enjoy my lover shooting his load inside me and feeling it run down my legs while I took a shower later. A week later, I invited him home and introduced him to Albert. Raymond wasted no time charming my husband into becoming a submissive cuck in his presence. He fucked me in the living room and later took me upstairs, we didn't come out until the following morning. Today happens to be my birthday, and I decided to pen down this confession so I won't make excuses for not doing it later. Raymond and I will be going out for dinner, after which we will drive to someplace quiet and private and fuck under the stars. Then later we will decide whether to spend the night at my place or his. I'm hoping it will be his. I shouldn't be adding this, but how I wish so bad that I was ten years younger. I would have loved nothing but to let Raymond breed me. I know Albert would have loved it, too, even though he won't admit to it.